Welcome to the Striving from Stillness podcast, where heart-centered entrepreneurs and multi-passionate women can learn how to be productive from a place of peace instead of overwhelm and stress. I'm your host, Anna Pantano, a certified mindfulness instructor and life coach. Every other week, you'll learn a new mindfulness practice to build the strong internal foundation needed to make a positive impact. During the other episodes, I'll share valuable personal growth insights from my 20 years of obsessing over how to create a better life while running a small business. For today's episode, make yourself comfy and get ready to learn another powerful way to uplevel your life so you can thrive, not just survive. At the release of this podcast, it is one week after Thanksgiving in the U.S., a holiday where gratitude and appreciation is highlighted. So let's do an honest check-in, and no judgment, and with lots of compassion. But how are you doing at carrying that gratitude through? If you still are, amazing. You are doing better than the majority of us who have slipped back into the busyness of the holiday season while juggling all the things. If gratitude is already a distant memory, you're not alone. And whether you are listening to this on December 1st or some other time of the year, it is never too late to look at how we confuse gratitude into our life. For today's episode, I'll be weaving in some examples of how to integrate gratitude into the holiday season. But know that these will work for any season of your life, where you're attending gatherings, missing loved ones, dealing with tensions, obligations, and life in general. We will touch upon why gratitude is talked about so much, how it is a beneficial practice and ways to practice in your daily life, even if you're not into gratitude journals, although this is a great and powerful way to practice. So I will ask you to approach this podcast with a beginner's mind, even if you feel like you've heard it all before. And that practice in itself is a mindfulness practice because it guides you to be present with the information instead of replaying information you think you know. It will give you the opportunity to hear things possibly in a different way and make the most of your time listening. So with a beginner's mind, let's dig into gratitude. When we practice gratitude, we are taking time to savor positive moments. For us to really benefit from the positive things and events in our life, we must make an effort to integrate them into our long-term memory. I talked about why this is more in depth in episode four, five simple ways to have a happier life. But basically, it has to do with our brain's natural tendency to have a negativity bias. This bias is designed for our survival, not for our happiness. Because of our negativity bias, negative events are typically quickly transferred and stored in your long-term memory with no real effort on your part, making it so you need to actually make an effort to get the same effect from happy moments. So when something great happens, I really encourage you to take a moment to focus on it. Replay that moment several times in your head and focus on the wonderful feelings the memory evokes. This can help you reap the benefits of gratitude and counter your natural tendency to focus on the negative aspects of life. Savoring the moment is just one of the ways we can easily integrate more gratitude into your life. But before we jump into some other ways to live in gratitude, let's take a look at some of the benefits. Now bear with me, this is actually quite a long list because gratitude honestly is just that powerful. It is actually one of the number one recommended practices to work on if you want to achieve more while having a happier life. 
from an article in Psychology Today, there are seven benefits of gratitude that they have found from studying the practice. Number one, it improves your physical health. Grateful people experience fewer aches and pains and report feeling healthier than other people. Number two, in regards to your psychological health, gratitude reduces toxic emotions such as envy, resentment, frustration, and regret. Research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. Number three, improves relationships and opens the doors to new relationships. There are many reasons this may be true, but just think about the last time you wanted to be close to someone who is grumpy or often angry and bitter about the world versus someone who is more often optimistic, grateful, and happy. I know I'm much more likely to invest time and energy getting to know people who approach life from a positive space versus living in the negative. What about you? Number four, gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. It is much less likely that you will react aggressively to others if you are feeling the benefits of gratitude. Number five, grateful people sleep better. According to one study, spending just 15 minutes jotting down a few grateful sentiments before bed may help you sleep better and longer. Now, if your mind has wandered, come back to me. The more you convince your brain that this kind of practice is beneficial for you, the easier it will be to make gratitude a priority and a habit. So for the last two, number six, gratitude helps improve self-esteem by helping to reduce social comparisons. This can be especially important if you spend a lot of time on social media where most people are putting their best foot forward, and that gives us an unbalanced sense of how good they are really doing compared to us. People who tend to be more grateful have an easier time appreciating other people's accomplishments versus becoming resentful towards others who may appear to have more friends, more money, a better job, and so on. The more we tend to compare ourselves to others, the lower our self-esteem usually becomes. And lastly, number seven, gratitude increases our mental strength. It can reduce stress, build resilience, and may also play a major role in overcoming trauma. Hopefully this list of benefits is long enough to encourage you to give gratitude a try, or if you're already doing it, strengthen your resolve to keep practicing and practicing often. So out of those seven benefits, is there one that would motivate you to increase the time you spend practicing gratitude? The reason I ask is we are more likely to try a new practice and will be more successful if we know why we are doing it. So to recap, those seven benefits are improves your physical health, reduces toxic emotions, improves relationships or your chances of one, enhances empathy and reduces aggression. It may improve your sleep, helps reduce social comparisons leading to higher self-esteem, and it can increase our mental strength as well as aid with overcoming trauma. Additionally, according to Sean Aker, who is well known for writing many books on happiness, in The Happiness Advantage, he states, happy people are much more likely to achieve their dreams. And if you ask me, that is quite a long list of benefits for bringing one practice into your life. So how exactly can you practice gratitude and reap some, if not all, of these benefits? In addition to keeping a gratitude journal or gratitude list, where you spend some time of each day reflecting on and journaling about what you're grateful for, there are several ways you can bring it into your life. One of these ways is by expressing gratitude to other people, because it not only makes them feel good, 
but it will give you a boost in the happiness department too. This can happen by giving them a call, sending them a note, simple text, or sharing your appreciation in person. In one study where participants wrote a letter of gratitude to someone, all of them experienced a bump in their happiness levels. The ones who were actually able to read it out loud to that person had the biggest increase. And the one person who expressed they were the most unhappy in the group before they started actually got the biggest benefit from it. Regardless of how much the increase was, the point is that they all showed an increase in overall level of happiness and satisfaction. During this holiday season, one thought would be to see how it feels to take a moment to thank some of the people in your life unexpectedly. And to express gratitude, we don't need to know the people we are thanking. Thinking of the people responsible for the comforts you enjoy, such as the farmer that grew your vegetables, the creator of technology that allows you to connect with loved ones that are so far away, the grocery store clerk, and so on, are all possible ways to practice gratitude. And if you think you're too busy to practice, this is a really good one to aim for. I'm pretty sure that over the next month, you might find yourself waiting in line somewhere, maybe the grocery store, post office, or waiting for an appointment. This is a perfect time to make a moment to silently thank the people around you that make what you are doing possible. Another option is you may ponder what new gratitude rituals you could start in your family. Some examples are sharing what you are thankful for at the dinner table, or have everyone go around and share the highlight of their day. You could also tell your partner one thing you appreciate about them before you go to bed, or start a gratitude jar. A gratitude jar is something where you write down things you are grateful for throughout the week whenever you think of it, then either on a set day, say a Sunday, or simply when you have a rough day, you can pull out some of the papers and read them. One fun idea is to do this from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and then spend the days around New Year's reading about all the things you are grateful for. Getting into a state of gratitude while you're also deciding what you want to bring more of into your life in the upcoming year makes it easier for you to choose things that are truly aligned with who you are and what you want versus making goals and intentions for the new year from a place of exhaustion and what you think you should be focusing on. What we focus on does really tend to grow. So in addition to these gratitude practices, I challenge you to ask yourself how you can spend the next month with more gratitude. Basically set an intention to be on the lookout for gratitude opportunities. For example, When you get ready to go to that holiday party, especially if you're dreading it a little, ask yourself, if at the end of the evening I was thankful for the time I spent there, why would that be? Would it maybe be because I made an effort to get to know some people better? Would I possibly leave earlier without the guilt that I didn't stay long? Or maybe I can use it as an opportunity to spend some additional time with a partner or friend that I came with. If after some reflection, you still cannot see how you're going to feel grateful after the gathering, maybe it's time to consider if it needs to be put on the not-to-do list for next year, or even this one. Life is too short to be spending hours of our weeks doing things we don't want to do. I know sometimes there isn't much choice, or at least it doesn't feel like there is. But 90% of the time, I would say, if we really take a hard look at it, there actually is a choice or at least a modification that can be done, or boundaries that could be set to make it more enjoyable. But that is a bigger topic for another podcast episode. For now, though, if there's something like this in your holiday plans and you can't change it this year, I encourage you to make a note for next year to strongly consider if it really needs to be done, 
or if there are any modifications that can be done to make it more enjoyable. Life is much shorter than most of us would like to admit, and how you spend your minutes and your days will ultimately be how you spend your life. Personally, I want to look back on my life and know I didn't take anything for granted. I appreciated the people in my life and they knew it, and I spent most of my days coming from a space of love and gratitude. I hope after this podcast, I've inspired you at least a little to give gratitude a try or increase the frequency that you are practicing. Simply put, developing an attitude of gratitude is one of the simplest ways to improve your satisfaction with life, increase your happiness, and even give yourself a boost when it comes to achieving your dreams. Thank you for joining me today on Striving from Stillness. If you found value in this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it on Apple Podcast or simply share with a friend. It helps the podcast grow so more people can find it and it won't take you long. I sincerely appreciate your support from the bottom of my heart. I hope you'll join me again as we explore how to be productive, successful, and happy from a place of peace. I believe if you found this podcast, there is something wonderful tugging on your heart that will make this world a better place. I hope I can support you on your journey to get your work and your gift out into the world so you can make the impact and difference you were born to make.